All right, guys, welcome to episode three of Midwife Crisis. I am Lauren and I'm here with Ashley. And I've been waiting on her for roughly an hour to get started. But you know, that's just part of uh, this mid midwife crisis thing that we're doing. We're happy to have y'all back. If you will follow us on Facebook at Midwife Crisis or Instagram at Midwife Crisis Podcast, we would love to see y'all there. And be sure and rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. All right, I'm going to get started by saying I feel like I got hit by a bus. I don't know why. I think it's because I took a nap on my in-law's couch yesterday, which automatically means at our age that you die the next day. So I've basically been just literally the most sore all day. This is 35. This is 35. Wait, I'm 36. So you are 35. Yeah, I'm 35. I'll be 36 in August. So all of our fans, all three of them can buy me all the birthday presents they would like. All the OGs. Yeah, all the OGs. Welcome, welcome, Brandon people. <laughs> our fan club. Yeah. Okay, AKA so our friend group. Of, yeah, our friend group. Our text so thread. I follow up from the last episode. All right. Um, so this, this girl chick. from... Yes. So they did a... They did a news, like a conference call or whatever it's called today, a conference. And uh, the police spoke out about it. And uh, apparently they went through her phone. Mm. What, do, what do you think she Googled? Uh, how to disappear. Something okay. stupid. First off, she, first off, she Googled the movie Taken. <laughs> Okay. Number two, she Googled how much is an Amber Alert? Why would you mean how much is it? I don't know. Is it what it costs to do an Amber Alert? That was what she Googled. Okay. Number three, she Googled how to open a register. Okay. So we've got a lot to unpack with her. Um, She's clearly not right in the head. She, they're trying to say that it was like a, maybe she had like a mental, a mental break. And I understand that. She's in nursing school. She's working. I understand she just found out that her boyfriend cheated with a stripper. So that's a lot. <laughs> I understand that's a lot. But whenever you are lot. Googling, when you're Googling, what to do you're not having a mental break you're planning out your mental break good lord what i feel like is that she makes she makes women that actually do get kidnapped and actually stalk and stuff like that she makes she makes people like that look bad yeah i mean it's just like all those women that say such and such did such and such to me when they, you know, want to get promoted at work or, you know, you can just throw anybody under the bus these days because all it takes is an accusation and then they're guilty for life. So it's the same principle. But the fact that she thought, I, I don't understand how in the year of our Lord, 2023, 
you think you're going to get away with something like this. Like, boo, you ain't even passing nursing school and you think you're going to pull off a national hoax. Like, this ain't Ocean's 13. What are you doing? This is wild. Listen, the, um, the stuff on Facebook, the videos that they're putting out and having... um, I saw the faking thing. And <laughs> <laughs> Travis Reed. Yes. I cannot God, deal with he's him. funny. I can like read his post over and over. I wish he'd post more, but I know it like takes a while, like, you know, for something to come up that you can actually write about. But we can only be I so mean, funny, you know. The material doesn't down. always present so, itself. And he's he right is funny. here in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. But um no, okay, since we talked about that, I mean, honestly, okay, I hate that she lied about all of that, but there really are predators out there, and they really do target kids, and uh, I was going to ask you, okay, so at what age would you give Rivers a phone? See, Rivers, I feel like it's going to be different than Brooklyn. Brooklyn, we gave one... I think around 10 or 11 because she went back and forth to her mom's house and they just live a different life than we do as far as like schedules. And so they hardly ever have their phones around or they didn't used to. And so if we wanted to get in touch with Brooklyn, we mainly would talk to Brooklyn. She didn't have it for anything other than that reason, but then she got it taken away because she wouldn't answer it. So she got it back, I think at like 14 I would say 13 or 14, but like under immense supervision. I mean, I was like 14 when I got a phone of my own. I mean, I used, I would remember when we would share our mom's cell phone, like we would leave the house and you'd take one of your parents' cell phone to like go to the, there's no way, there's no world in which that's true. I was 18. I can remember where I was, whose class I was in. And actually, hey, Clint, Clint Robinson was actually like took up for me in the class because it went off. They seriously, they put it, my dad brought the phone to me, him and Candace. I remember you talking about it, I think in episode one, but I still don't believe it. And it went like, off. Did and I like, speak to you for the wait, six what? years prior to that? How did I speak to you for the six years prior to that, that we were we best were, friends? We were, we were mostly together. What? <laughs> We we shared what, my cell phone. In person, in person with your cell phone. Um, well, I mean, I had one. My parents had one. We still had landlines. Yeah, I just don't remember us being like on the landline all the time. I, I don't know. I guess I'm blocking it well, out. Well, I mean, since Candace had a cell phone, since Candace had a cell phone, the landline was that was mine at that point. You know, like I just like yeah. walked around with the phone around the house because it was like my cell phone. And then if you like came and picked me up, then we just use your phone. Okay. I mean, I, I still don't. Think, like, kind of think back, and I'm like, I can't remember that back that far, but I know for a fact. I, mean, I have that... pictures of you on your cordless phone, but I just, I guess, I don't remember it. So. Uh, yeah, okay, I mean, so I guess. About... Okay, so Rivers, you 13, 14. I mean, it depends on what kind of kid she is, too. Like, if I trust well, her or not. I mean, it just depends on if I trust her or not at that time. 
So if she was like you at 13 or 14. She's staying at the house and like chained to the bed in her room, like not leaving. (laughs) But if she's like... The reason why I'm asking is because I think you probably saw it on um, Facebook too. So this mother or aunt, anyway, makes a post on Facebook and they talk about their 12 year old that was receiving pictures from a man. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Not, yeah, not good photos, whatever. And um, the mother asked her how she got these photos and the girl would not tell her. And so I'm like, so she has her own phone. What apps? What apps is she on? Like she's twelve, so yeah. Either like she's can, on. Or not. You can Go set ahead. like permissions where the kid can't download or delete apps. Because we had a problem with Brooklyn for like five minutes. She was downloading and deleting Snapchat like every day, so that we wouldn't know it was on her phone. But then I found out, and I so I set it where she couldn't even delete apps. She couldn't download it without. <laughs> Oh yeah, without putting in like without permission, it like a, the permission would go to my phone and I'd have to approve it, and she couldn't download, uh, delete anything either. So I knew everything that was going on. I mean, she's seventeen now, and she's going to be out of the house in you know six or seven months. So I don't really police her anymore because she's a really good kid. But I mean, that was like I guess the most rebellious thing she did. Right, and she, I mean, and- you know. And she is good. Like, I mean, she, I mean, she dances and she does all that stuff. Like she's got other activities Activity, going on. Yeah. Yeah. That she does. That keeps her busy too. Yeah. But, um, I was just wondering, I was like, after reading this lady's post or whatever, I was like, so what apps does she have on her phone that she could possibly even get on? And what are y'all letting her get on? Because you're the parent. Mm-hmm. So if the girl wouldn't tell her what app it was, it makes me think like, it's probably one of these that, she probably lied about her age, mm-hmm. like maybe like on Tinder or. Oh God. What's Bumble is Bumble. Yeah. Bumble's one. I don't know. I, I, that's all post me getting. Right. Like I. Booed up like, and married. Seriously. I was never on a dating app. I mean like the. Facebook the most was my dating group, app. Like growing up, we had AOL Instant Messenger. Yes. That's all we had. Yes, queen. Now, okay. So I was going to, like, I have a list of apps or whatever that these kids are talking on that I've never heard of in my entire life. And these apparently are big right now in Mississippi. And some people don't know that Fortnite, honestly, is the most dangerous app you can have. That's crazy. Because that's where the most predators are. And who would even know that? Like, who would know? Makes me glad I don't have boys. Because Brooklyn has no interest in (laughs) video games. I mean, I could see Rivers being more interested in it. She's on YouTube Kids a lot. And you have to, I mean, police that too. Yeah. That's a kid's app. I mean, they can't talk to you that way. But you have to think about what they're seeing, what they're exposed to. But yeah, I'm looking at this list. And we can put the list on our socials. But I know what some of these apps are. But most of them, I've never seen or heard about like are i'm never in my life like uh i understand okay so something that when i heard a lot about maybe like a year or two ago just working with people and them like telling me like stuff about their daughter or they're having a really hard time at school they're getting bullied or whatever because they're not on this hot or not list oh god what is hot or not 
I never knew there was an app called Hot or Not. So that's actually on here. And then the calculator one I've heard of too. See, but I who heard knew that. that people could talk to you? I've heard this is of insane like, to me. But yeah. Like I've heard of the dating app ones just because of like TikTok and stuff. And I've heard of Chat Roulette because that's been around for a while. And then I've heard of the two games, Same but here. everything else I've not heard about. I mean, WhatsApp, I, I know what WhatsApp is, um, but that's really a way to talk to people that are in another country. Well, it's but also good for where... like uh, work groups or so, so your phone's not constantly blowing up with like a group chat. Like, uh, I think we, not WhatsApp, but the similar is GroupMe and we use that for like uh, class moms and stuff. So it's not, I guess you don't have to share like your personal information. You can just kind of text but like I wouldn't have to give my phone number to like John's mom Sharon who I have no other reason to talk to so right and I can turn off those yeah, notifications because so people don't know what to look for like on your mm-hmm. and of course if you're looking at your kid's phone something like hey, an app called calculators is not going to come up to you as like oh a ding that you know somebody could be talking to my kid on this but right Technically, I guess they can because that was listed. Um, so I'm going to list these whenever we post the, um, this episode and list these so you can look for those on your kids' phones. But also what I was going to try to get at is um, with that parent saying that she was getting mad at this man for sending pictures, well, clearly your 12-year-old child is on the app that they don't need to be on. What if they're lying about it? So that... That man has, I mean, they're not at fault if they think that your child is like a 21-year-old female just on a dating app. Let's face it, though. They probably are looking for a 12-year-old. Or or they could be looking for a 12-year-old. We don't know. I mean, they're not just going to be, I don't think they're just sending out, like, nudes to somebody who they don't know what they look like. I mean, dudes are disgusting, so they might be, but. Yeah, like, are they using their picture or are they using, like, a picture they found on the internet? It's probably, like, a 52-year-old, 300-pound man with, like, sores on his legs and compression socks who's saying he's a 25-year-old bodybuilder. But his name's, like, Craig, and he's eating a hungry man dinner at his TV tray. stuff i picture it and then i just want to vomit yeah i'm thinking of just the worst of the worst right now like anyone who's ever been like on my 600 pound life but like the ones that don't succeed you know which is crazy because none of them are ever single especially the women ever ever single and they're always with like a super skinny man who wants to keep them fat and sabotages them Oh, yeah, because it keeps them under their control. What you mean? (laughs) She can't even walk. What do you mean you have to give it to her? No, you don't. I've been bringing you celery sticks and broccoli. He only wanted to help her get healthy after after she found out she was pregnant with his baby. Like, oh, now I really got her because she's pregnant, so now I'm going to try to get her healthy and lose weight. Yeah, he's going to fatten her right back up. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just... 
I'm just it's always like a 90 pound like meth mouth guy named like terry who's with this just enormous woman and he's like it takes me i work 42 hours a week to bring you chick-fil-a and pizza and they'll be eating like six burgers but then he keeps her fat and he gets mad and he sabotages her and dr dow is like get it together like four boxes of cereal wild i mean i can barely afford i can barely afford to feed my family and i eat maybe two meals a day if that depending on what the scale says and these people are eating like a week's worth of meals in a day a day. Well, that's why she's eating cereal because cereal's cheap. No, but they I be eating good some- too. I mean, some of them be eating like bucket of chicken to themselves. I'm like, okay, go on ahead. Like a chicken. box of eggs for breakfast, pound of bacon. Anyway, we 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 got deep on that one. Okay, so well, also I want to talk about. I uh, mainly I feel like. Some parents are not parenting. They want to be their child's friends. They give them a phone. They let them do whatever they want to. They're not really keeping an eye on them or what they're doing. Like, so I mean, it's easier to not. Right. I mean, it's like, easier not to. Acting like kids themselves. Yeah, so they'll see, they're seeing their parents act like fools. So why not? <laughs> And you can't, you can't really say anything to me because I'm just, hey, monkey see, monkey do. So, exactly. But anyway, so at um at our pool, it's a very okay. So this pool is huge or whatever. It's for kids. I mean, we have a kiddie pool, everything. So there's all ages there, but it's mainly kids. In and the, to be clear, actually deep- lives in a nice neighborhood. Very this nice neighborhood. Not, I mean, this is not a crappy neighborhood. Not I mean, I've got. I got to get, get a second job just to pay, pay for HOA. Anyway, so you look over there, you look over to the deep end, and you see these two little teenagers making out. And I'm not talking about just like pecs or whatever. I'm talking about going to town. And there's children of all ages here, and parents, of course, because most of them, you have to be with your child if they're under the age of 13. So anyway, so we have a neighborhood... Facebook page and everything gets posted on there. I'm talking about it is like who needs TV anymore? I just go ahead and just pull up pull up the Facebook page and just there and just scroll through it. You sent us screenshots and it's highly entertaining. I'm I'm seriously it's it's something all the time. But anyways, what some people don't know is that um John the other night he doesn't have a he doesn't have blinds on his window because he just, he'd rather have just like the sunlight come in or whatever, but I mean, it's at night or whatever. And uh, he's sitting there and it's 11 PM at night. And all of a sudden he hears a knock on the window and he looks over and it's just this teenage boy and he's just waving. Excuse me. And it's a weeknight. It's a weeknight. Can I help you, sir? may i help you let me let me lift my window do you have the wrong house i'm not a 14 year old girl okay so i was of course um i was a karen i got up on my 
I mean, I was so happy too. I was like, heck yeah, I get to get on my page. Give you some content. And something. So um, I posted or whatever. And I said, um, better be glad that my baby's window because if we were in any other neighborhood, somebody else would have walked out with a gun. Oh, 100%. And that's what everybody was posting. They're like, I know a lot of people in here that have guns and that would, like, your child's going to end up hurt. But, like, seriously, mm-hmm. where are the parents? Where are they? Where are they? It's a Wednesday night. This is probably a Wednesday night, too. Where are they? But anyways, that's just two. That's just two stories in this my kid's neighborhood. sneaking out, man. Sneak it out. Like, come on. And these and seeing the way they dress. Oh boy. I mean, did we dress did we dress every like- time I see po- uh people posting their kids going to like these concerts and stuff, they've got their blue jean shorts rolled up to the point they look like denim underwear. They've got on crop tops and they're like twelve to fourteen. And I know that we weren't great, but I feel like we didn't really fall off the ladder until like 14, 15. And even then, like, it was like halter tops or tube tops with jeans. Like, it wasn't... We didn't look like that. They didn't... uh, A, yeah. A, we didn't have the tools to look like that. Maybelline did not provide us with contouring, number one. Number two, cheese straightening (laughs) irons were not out yet. So this bushy head... I had an I had an afro. I had braces. Like I might have had this body, but it was not. The package was not wrapped well. It was not. I did not look like an. Oh, I wasn't flat chested, but I didn't look like an Instagram model. Right, I was flat chested. I looked just like a pole with braces. No, I look like like this. I'm like, oh my god, like. I cannot tell sometimes these days, and guys too, they look like they're actually 15 and 16, and I swear they look like they're 22. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and- like the other day at the gas station. And she told me, she was like, Girl, these kids come up in here and they know exactly what they want. And I just sit there and stare at them, and sometimes I let them go. But she was like, Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. I'll have somebody coming right after me, and they'll be like, um, they were sixteen year old, sixteen years old, ma'am, and she's like, and you can't tell. No, I mean, I when parents are sitting here paying twelve hundred dollars for hand tied extensions for their daughters, and they've got on nicer jewelry than I'm wearing, Louis Vuitton bags. I mean, like they all were literally in the, literally how are in you paying for this? I remember me and Amanda and Taylor used to shop at Rainbow and get like. A shirt for like three dollars and be hype. Yeah, like that's yeah. the stuff that we wore. But I mean, the two punch Tuesdays at Limited not... Two were over. Right. Limited, <laughs> limited right. Two days were done. Them two punch Tuesdays, and that was the day. Them Delia's catalogs, all all of it. Look. I don't know about that. Those bathing suits oh, yeah. were the cutest. Oh yeah, them peasant skirts, all of it. Oh yeah. But that was the thing. Like, it was just a different world. Like the most scandalous thing we were wearing was like a tube top or a V-neck halter top with right. jeans. Flare leg jeans. A, a top that I had from Express. It was a really nice top. It was expensive too. My mom said, I'm throwing that away once you take it off. I was like, no, no, you're not. Since you said that, I'm going to go hide it. 
My mom would always accidentally bleach something or it would just disappear if she didn't like it. And I was like, I didn't get that until I was older, that she was the one getting rid of it. And she thought that one time that she was going to bleach a hole into these blue, I think they were from Limited too, but I wore them in high school, like uh, baggy sweatpants. And I wore them like every day to school because I looked like a garbage person at school. And she was thought she was going to be crafty and bleach a hole in the knee of these pants. So it was like pink and it had a hole in it. I was like, oh, no, 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 I sis, we're going to keep wearing didn't these. Didn't didn't put a phase. I was just like, uh, I was just like, OK, cool. There's a hole in my pants now. Because I really gave up Dark. on the appearance after like sophomore year. I was like, Ugh. anybody worth anybody worth dating graduated. After our sophomore year, so I was I was done. Right, I feel you on that. I mean, I didn't date anybody that we went to high school with anyway, ever. God, I shouldn't Until have ever. Ever. Um. But yeah, so I feel like we, but we worked. Like I seriously feel like some of these restaurants I have to shut down is because parents are not making their kids work these days. It's like, hey, just give you money and make you go away. So I can just do whatever I want to do. Well, exactly. And also like McDonald's and places like restaurants and stuff were never meant to be like a career path. They were meant to be like a starter job. I mean, of course the management positions and stuff. Yeah. But like the people who are working drive-thrus should be high schoolers, should be people in college because they're learning a work ethic. It's not the case anymore. And um, You've like, forty-two-year-old okay, so like with right six now. kids, right? And it's and sadly, it's the only thing they can find, really. And it's mm. and it's needed, but um, like our Wendy's right now, and I live in Madison. It closes after five o'clock. That's like wild. Five o'clock is it cut off? It's open for from breakfast until five, and that's it. Why? Because they don't have anybody to. Nobody will work. That is I mean, honestly like crazy. Brandon, like, uh, Kismet's closing and nobody will work. I, uh... I just feel like this generation is not. I'm afraid to see what it's going to look like. I guess. That's God, and it's say. like they're. It's like they want AI to take over. Like they're scared AI is going to take over, but at the same time, they like want it to. I feel like. Have you ever seen Wally? It's a movie about a little robot, but like they (laughs) go, so the people, okay, the robot, he is on earth and he's a little trash compactor robot and he's just going around because earth is like become unlivable by like uh, smog and just pollution. It just got gross. And so they went on a spaceship and they were going to wait for earth to be like inhabitable again. So he's just this one little lone robot, just packing up the trash and he collects things. So they send this probe down and her name is Eve. And, uh, she comes to see if earth is inhabitable again anyway. So the people up on the spaceship, you see how over the years, They've gone from like our size when they started to like these fat, my 600 pound life tub of guts that fly around in these hover chairs where you get like fed and watch a screen in front of you. Like it's nuts. Like they don't even walk. They don't walk anywhere. They just hover around. 
So anyway, by the end, they find out that they can go back to Earth. And so they the captain takes over and they go back after some scuffling around. But I mean, it's just wild because they're enormous. And I feel like we're just getting closer and closer to that. I told Bo the other day, I was, I was in, <laughs> this was me. I was like, I wish I had one of those Wally chairs so I could just like sit up, lay down, be fed. <laughs> I don't, we're not, we're I don't, not I'm far too just, vain for that. We better not get there while I'm still here on earth because that would be, be tragic. Terrible. Yes. Okay. So this is another topic I wanted to bring up just because I kind of don't understand. I'm going to ask you to, I guess, explain it to me. So what's this like non-binary thing that's kind of, I feel like we've seen it more in like the high school students, like the younger students, <laughs> they don't have people our age. So they're not, explain to me, they don't want to relate to a he or she. My understanding but, is with non-binary is that you, it's like a spectrum. And I feel like, I think some days they feel more feminine and some days they feel more masculine. So they just don't identify either way. But that's just one of like, a zillion ways that you can identify now apparently which i mean thank god i didn't have those choices back then because who knows what my <sighs> terrible brain would have decided but i mean i'm pretty straight though so <laughs> just painfully straight so i think i don't know that i would have had an issue but i don't get it i mean i mean i know that there's kids right now calling themselves furries yes and i don't get that either. i think it's just having a lot of choices and a lot of confusion and no one just saying this is silly like do whatever you want when you're an adult but like you're giving kids i think too many choices and i mean I to each their own you raise your kids however you want to it doesn't hurt me as long as you're not pushing it on my kid, I don't really care what you do at your house. But it's right. just, I don't get it. I'm just saying it doesn't get like in the schools to where it's being taught to the kids or. I think it's the difference between being, public and private school. Huh? I, think, I mean, I think that's just going to come down to the difference between public and private school and who's in power in the administration. I mean, I think, and I never would have thought that I would be a private school advocate, but I think your kids, especially depending on the school district you're in, are just exposed to so much more now than we ever were, that it's Same. worrisome. I mean, yeah, we send like, both of our kids to private school and it's expensive and we probably can't technically afford it, but it's a much smaller class size and I don't know hardly any public school teachers that are happy. They hate their jobs for the most part. Like, I mean, it's just, I mean, because they have no power. I mean, the kids know that they have no power. The administration of the school takes all their power. So the kids can essentially do whatever they want with zero consequences. They're underpaid. They're understaffed. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me that they find anyone to teach in public school yeah. at this point, because I could never, it is not my ministry. I would be in prison from either popping a parent or popping a kid or popping the principal or just 
Same. Just going psycho. It just would never Same. work for me. I really don't want Oliver to go to private school, but it might it might have to go that way. It was the only option for us with Brooklyn. And I thought that we were going to move into the county and let her finish at private school and just have Rivers kind of start off at a private school before going to public school in the county because it's a much better school system than in the city. Like it's not an option here in the city, but we just love the school so much at this point. I mean, we love the school. We love the people that it's just, unless we have a reason to pull her like a big reason. Cause I'm not somebody who thinks that my kid never does any wrong. I don't see us moving her. I mean, and thank God next year we'll just have one tuition to pay instead of two, but it's one of those things I didn't think I'd like it as much as I do. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that either, that Brooke would be graduating and y'all would only have one. Yeah. And Bo's job provides tuition assistance to employees and their kids. So that'll help too. I mean, for college, not for like uh, regular school, but well, either way, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to get in. So, okay. So you have Brooke and I know that y'all, I mean, y'all co-parent. I mean, y'all have her during the week, which is mainly because of, I guess, like the school year, like. Right. In the summer, it's different, especially now that she's driving. It, before she could drive, it was kind of uh, seemed more like a week on, a week off during the summer. And she would stay with us during the week for school and then go to her mom's dance studio every day after school and then come home every night and then stay with them on Friday and Saturday, sometimes Sunday night. But now that she can drive, she still stays with us primarily during the school year except for maybe one night during the week and then goes back and forth Uh, her driving has really helped because she is a competitive dancer and her other her mom and her stepdad on a dance studio and so she's always danced especially middle school and high school until eight nine or later sometimes at night and that means somebody's got to go get her or she's got to get dropped off. And even though it's only a few minutes from the house, like it's tough. I don't understand these parents who come after working a whole day, drop their kid off at dance and literally sit in the parking lot for two or three hours because they live maybe 30 minutes away and don't want to drive home, drive back and then drive back home that's like an hour and a half of driving just to get your kids somewhere so then they would rather just sit in the car I don't have it in me I mean I'll sit there for like 45 minutes but that's that's the that's about the extent of it and just think of like multiple kids multiple activities after school and baseball soccer no Rivers takes uh martial arts classes four days a week for 30 minutes and then she does dance a couple of times a week during the school year. Uh, but again, the dance studio is about two minutes from our house. The martial arts studio is about 10 minutes tops from our house. And she's the one kid that I'm driving around. Like this one mom that I just met at the studio, at the martial arts studio, 
has three boys. Two of them are in Rivers class at 4.30. And then the oldest one is in the five o'clock class. So she's there for an hour with three kids. And then she's got to entertain the two younger kids while the oldest one's in it. I just, I couldn't do it. I'd be like, guess what, guys? We are a home-based family. Or y'all are going to all be in the same activity. And I don't care what activity it is. Y'all are all going to like learn to play the oboe or something. I don't know. Don't know what to well, tell y'all. Watch YouTube. Watch YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Learn karate you can take YouTube. as many online classes as you want. As many as you want. I'll pay for all of them. Oh, yeah. So, so co-parenting. I know a lot of people co-parent and have blended families. Yeah, we've been really lucky. We've been really lucky. It was, I think, a challenge more so in the very beginning because we were all we were all a lot younger. I mean, this is we're going on like 13 years now. So in the very beginning, we were all young, probably too young to have kids. And I was still in college when I met Bo. I was not looking for somebody with a kid. So no looking back, the way that I probably took control because I'm a just control freak. Kristen was very gracious. I feel like a lot of times when I had no business running things, I felt like if so, I felt like I needed to run things because they're all very like laid back and I'm not in those. I like a plan. I like knowing what to expect. I don't like this. She might come today. She might come tomorrow. I, I don't like that. I like to know what to expect. Nothing's so. I know looking back now that I have my own kid and things did relax a lot as Brooklyn got older. And as I had my own kid and something to focus on, um, looking back though, I think that if a girlfriend or stepmom acted like I did as far as like controlling things, I would have been like, no, nah, boo, mm-mm, mm-hmm. mm-mm, Bo, this ain't gonna work. Find a new one. Get a new one. Because this one. But her mom is her mom has always been, I think, gracious and I think maybe grateful for the help because she has two other kids. And I was probably a step up from the girls Bo dated after her and before me. (laughs) So she we've always been cool i mean we of course there's been tension here and there for normal things i think everybody gets in spats but the one time i think her and i got a little testy with one another i messaged her and i was just like you know we don't that that's not how we act and we both like apologized and like she brought me bath bombs because she makes the best bath bombs in the world but we've just always, I mean, we, we communicate like him and her, not because there's not because there's any tension. They just don't really communicate her and I communicate and her and yeah. her husband and I communicate cause he runs her dance studio. So, and Bo's always working, but I mean, we've been very lucky and I was also very lucky not ha- getting a kid who was a terror. Like, I feel like some stepkids break up a relationship and if anything Brooklyn has saved our relationship more than once like 
because she's just such a good kid, you know, she like, was a great kid. I mean, I've, yeah. I mean, I've been around since she was four. I'm not that much, you know, lately, but whenever yeah. y'all first were dating, I remember going over there whenever I lived in Starville. But, um, yeah, she was, all, she was fun to be around. I mean, I she feel like I would have broken up a marriage for sure. Like I definitely like would have broken up a marriage. Not on purpose, just because I was terrible. Well, but she's always just—I mean, she's just always been very, like, respectful, and she has a big heart. I mean, she's not perfect. She's had her problems, like any kid. I mean, she has her moments, but by and large, she is a great kid. And I would have been so ratchet. I would have chased off anybody that my dad brought around. So, purposefully. I would have been like, try me. I wish you would. <laughs> Good thing Please do. Uh, separated and got divorced later in life because, yeah. We Isn't both that weird? That. Isn't that wild? We're both children of divorce, survivors of divorced parents. <laughs> I mean, I have like. <laughs> we come from a broken home. I have RBF constantly anyway. Like, my face yes. is just like. People just think, like, dang, she is not in a good mood. But I just, like, I could be the happiest person alive, having a great time. But you look at my face, and it's just going to be, like, she's she's not happy. And I but feel like I've got a golden retriever face. And I just look happy <laughs> all the time. People are like, oh, I'm going to go talk to her. I'm going to tell her all the things in the world. And I wish that sometimes you could just tell people, like, in the middle of a conversation, I don't care about what you're saying. Like, I don't. I'm not going to take any of this with me. And I really wish you'd stop because I don't care anything about what you're saying. And I feel that way in social situations at work for like conferences and stuff. I'm just, I really, I have a, like a compulsive need to be liked and please people. But at the same time, I really want to just be like, shut up. I don't care. I don't care. I don't even know your name. I don't know your name. I'm never going to see you again. I physically could not care any less than I do in this moment but I'm just like oh okay yeah god it's so exhausting yeah it's so exhausting to have to be liked I mean I can't explain it to you how exhausting it is that's why people think I'm so social and so confident and I'm like I'm really not. I just have to be liked. Like, I just have to feel like somebody likes me or I'm going to double down and I'm going to just go harder. And then I literally leave the situation and like collapse from exhaustion and have to like hibernate. And I don't get on group chat and I don't go in public because I've given all that I have to give on people I don't care anything about. And it's wild. John the other day... John came home yesterday at that port. He was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And I was like, wow, yes. he was like all the drama at work. And I said, John, every time I go into the office, all it is is people talking and drama. I go and hide. I hide in the back conference room just so nobody comes to talk to me, but they find me. It's like the radar gone. It's like Ashley's in the building. So they come and find me. And so every time I come home, I'm like, mentally exhausted i've got no work done but guess what we done talked about everything and anything that has nothing to do with the work that i do it's literally literally the best thing about covid was getting to work from home because you can get so much more done like i went into the office today and it's probably the only day i'll go into the office 
definitely this week, but maybe in the next couple of weeks until River starts school. Um, because she finishes daycare on Friday and I don't have childcare for like two weeks, but they know that, but I got, I just, I got a lot done today in the office, but we have three people in our office besides me. And I literally will tell them now, I'm like, I'm putting my headphones in and I'm going to work. So essentially don't bother me because I, I can't work with the public. I can't be answering the phone. I am not. I'm not set up for that as compulsory as I am about having to have people like me in person. I don't, that doesn't translate on the phone or in a work situation. I am not a service industry oriented person. I have zero patience. (laughs) I cannot fake it. Like it just, it's insane. So I uh, used to, you know, we would, back and forth, back and forth. But now since we're in the office so few days, especially together, I think it makes the office days more productive because you're not just sitting in there to be a butt in a chair and collect a check. Like you're there because you need to see such and such person to talk about such and such project. It's not, oh, well, I got to sit here till five because that's what we're paid to do. No, my job is very... Yeah. Yeah. My, my job is very much like a lot of hurry up and wait. Like if I don't have something on my list to do, I can't really make up something to do. It's based on requests. It's based on a need. So there's not a lot of proactive work I can do. It's very reactive and people always need whatever they're asking me for right now. So there are days when I don't have a lot going on. And then days that I'll have a ton going on and I've worked every vacation. I've worked weekends. I've worked holidays. I've worked during tornadoes because I have to, I'm basically on call 24 hours a day. But with that, I get a lot of flexibility and I'm very blessed in what I do because I can pick up my kids every day from school. I can, you know, make hair appointments and stuff like that because they know that I'm going to get my work done. It's just not going to be on a conventional timeline. So I think and that's the best thing that came. What? Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. Like I'm one of those people that my boss knows that she can call me at any time of the day and I will do whatever she says. Right. Just because she's so, she lets me be so flexible with my time and coming in. And exactly. she knows that she can rely on me to do whatever. Like I'm, I think it creates a I'm more loyal employee when you're trusted. Yeah. Like when, when your boss, when your employer trusts you to make grown up decisions because you are a grown up, it creates a more loyal employee. And a loyal employee isn't going to job hop. They're going to want to stay within the profession. They're not going to look for bigger and better because for me, Could I make a lot more money like on a paycheck? Yes. But would it provide me all the things that this job provides me with as far as flexibility, perks that I get because of the job? No, I would have to probably bank in an extra like $30,000 on top of the salary I get now just to justify all the things that I get attached to this job. And then I still would have to factor in the time. Like, and you can't really make up, like, how do you put a price 
on being able to pick up your kid every day. Like that being able to do that created such a more loyal employee of me because it gave me the work-life balance that I needed. I didn't feel guilty because she's in school. She, I mean, I'm not going to be with her while she's in school, but I would like to be with her when she's not in school. So giving me that freedom. And of course, like there are exceptions to that rule. I still go to conferences and such, you know, Bo or Brooklyn will have to fill in the slack, but you know, about 85% of the time I'm going to be the one getting her and taking her to activities. And that gave me the type of work-life balance where I didn't feel guilty for working because nowadays you're supposed to be a stay at home mom and have a full-time job and keep food on the table and please your husband anytime you want. I mean, there's just so you're expected to do everything and have no time to do it. So Definitely. No, we, the way me. the is right now, like we can't be stay at home moms. I mean, some people can, and that's great. But like some people, we don't. With salaries, like you have to have that double income. Oh yeah, I think it's extremely difficult unless you are completely reliant on the government to have a two income household. Because even if you rely on the government for, you know, assistance there's a threshold of which you can make. So it, it keeps everybody in the middle class to the lower middle class, except for the very high ups. And I think that that's done on purpose, but especially now with inflation, I mean, I can't get groceries without it being $400 and there's it's, only really three and a half people here and uh, dogs we, and cats. Heck, yeah. We only have three. I swear it's, it's cheaper to eat out sometimes. I feel it, like, yeah, unless you're like is. a legit couponer and meal prepper, like it's easier just to eat out sometimes. I will have to say that last time me and John went to Kroger, we did do coupons. We have never done it before, but we did it. And we honestly got, I spent probably 250 and it should have been $400. I would pay someone to coupon for me. Like it I wish there was somebody easy. around here that she like did a version of like, instacart or doordash but also coupon for you and then like whatever she saved you paid her like a percentage of that that's such a good idea i'm such a genius i'm not gonna do it but i'm I'm, i come up with really good ideas there probably is somebody that does that nah that was just a great one-off idea that i came up with i just i came up with a business plan for somebody you're welcome three followers that we have you're welcome Somebody just quit their job right then or just got a job. So I, I want royalties from this. If I see, if I start seeing it on on Facebook, I'm gonna be like, I know where you got the idea. Yeah, you gotta uh you gotta lock that in. And then maybe you can everybody that does it could give you a percentage of what they make. Just give me job. one yeah, just give me one percent. All y'all be like I need to start an MLM where I do that. I just gotta hire somebody maybe. who knows math we just need to get this podcast up and go and maybe people will subscribe i'm just the idea man the talent can't implement any of it but i'm just i'm the talent full ideas (laughs) charisma i bring a lot to the table personally not a lot going on as far as math or actual business plans but an idea man for sure for sure 
Well, I need some ideas because stuff's getting expensive. God, hitting it though. I'm about, I'm about to get let loose on one of these kidneys. I don't need both of them. I just need that Stop one it. kidney. Look, I might need a kidney. I might pull a Selena. Look at look at the way that me and you look. There ain't no what way that our kidneys match. What blood type are you? I it don't matter, Ashley. You are blonde and yeah, fair skinned with blue. I have no idea what blood type I am. Gun to my type? head. No, gun to my head. I have no idea. Why would I know that? Why? Not and I are the same blood type. Congrats. I have, no, I have no idea what anyone in my family is. No. They don't tell you that anymore. I feel like it should be on your driver's license. Like she is blah, blah, blah. But Why it's not. But look at us. There's no way that our kidneys would match. You look like you were made in a German factory. Like what are you, you are about? you are Hitler youth. Look at you. You are blonde haired, fair skin, and blue eyes. I look like a peasant. I have brown skin brown hair brown eyes i am from hardy peasant stock or like just muddy exotic breed our our kidneys would never match so if i want to sell this one you know it's fine i mean i'm not going to in case one of my kids need it but like i wish that they would want like i don't know maybe a little piece of elbow i'd give them a little piece of elbow like 20 grand yeah i don't need that left one i don't do anything with my left arm anyway it's just there for aesthetic purposes balance god this is getting wild let's wrap this up all right guys this has been uh episode three of midwife crisis be sure and follow us on facebook at midwife crisis and instagram at midwife crisis podcast We would love it if y'all liked and subscribed and followed us wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and review us and we would love to have your interactions. We will see y'all next week.